Your victory over offense. So God, or life, or the universe, whatever you believe in that can truly bolster you in reality, is propelling you forward, is making a new way, is making a breakthrough for you, and is getting you over a fence. Not like a fence like good fences make good neighbors, but good fence like, I can't believe this person did that. You know, everything has worked out for our good. God makes the crooked places straight, as we're told, and people that come into your life to challenge and push you, those are soul contracts that you agreed to to make you better, stronger, whatever. When we take offense, it holds us back. We just have to keep repeating those patterns, but you're being delivered from offense because you're realizing that everything works out for you good. Joyce Meyer says that people kept coming into her life who were like sandpaper because she had to straighten out all the rough edges. Mark Twain famously said, don't wrestle with a pig. You'll both get dirty and the pig will enjoy it. Are you wrestling with pigs? And that's not meant to demean anybody in this in this world, but are you wrestling with people that just want to bring you down and make you dirty? And as Mark Twain says, the pig will enjoy it. Why are you giving satisfaction to people that just enjoy demeaning you or being in conflict with you? Like if you have self-esteem, you don't want to do that. And I feel that God is delivering all people from that little by little. You're you're having your breakthrough. You know, the things that used to bother you don't bother you so much because you can relace you can re, you can replace a bad habit with a good habit. Like you know, just sitting on the sofa and eating potato chips all day can be replaced by exercise, by meditation, by friendship, by love. You know, it's like you can't be angry and grateful at the same time. That's why they say, you know, practice gratitude. You can't be afraid even and grateful at the same time. So practice gratitude. Think about gratitude, study gratitude, Google gratitude, YouTube gratitude. What does it mean? How can you apply it in your life? You're not going to wrestle with pigs anymore. You're not going to get yourself dirty. You're too clean for that. You're not going to let your enemies enjoy you becoming emotionally upset and involved. You're not going to take offense because offense, like they say, forgiveness is the gift that you give yourself. When you're offended, you're. They say that. Um, they say that uh, hatred or jealousy. I forget which one. It's like taking poison and then hoping that the other person dies. I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, in this life, we're supposed to love and support each other. You know, your enemies, and that's probably too strong a word. Your adversaries, that's probably too strong a word. People that come into your life that, to challenge you. As Joyce Meyer also says, let the trials of life make you better rather than bitter. Your adversaries, your challenges are your friends. These are soul contracts that you entered into to help each other. 
you're helping them and they're helping you. If it wasn't for the challenge, you would be less of a person. They say that the benefit of success, you know, however you define it, materially or otherwise, is the person that you have to become to achieve it. You can't be, you can't go from zero to a billion dollars or 10 billion or 100 billion without developing and growing as a person. And that is what life is about. And life is moving you out of a fence. Like, just think about it. The things that used to bother you don't bother you anymore. You're writing your story. Like Joe Dispenza says, we need to become future focused. And we could do that by examining our future. Like you could do vision boards, you could do meditation. The more you think about your future, the less you're enamored with the past. It becomes like plasticity. Sorry, if I could speak, it would be good. It becomes plasticity of the brain. You're actually creating a new reality by your thoughts because you're rewiring your brain. You're, you're rewiring your brain. See, Jonas Spence also says that most people are just living in their past. And the 80, I think he said like 90% or so of our thoughts every day, 85%, 90%, whatever, are just the same thing. We we interact with the same people. We go to the same job. We drive the same way. We do the same things at home. And so we're not expanding our brain. Our brain is just locked in the past. And we think we're living, but we're actually just living a habit, doing the same thing. So try to do new things. Try to be future-focused. You'll rewire your brain. And as you're living in the future, your golden future of what you want, your hopes, your dreams, your it'll become a reality because you're, re, you're reprogramming the brain. There's something called the reticular, reticulating, reticular activating system. Again, again, I wish I could talk. Ed Biden, a lot of other people talk about this, where the brain, because this is like the power of the subconscious. You've heard it's not what you consciously tell yourself, but it's what you subconsciously believe. When you focus on something, it becomes stronger in your subconscious. Like if you always focus on the future, future. This is why visualization is so powerful. Like athletes, great athletes always do visualization because it conditions the subconscious to have a certain result. Like they've done studies where they did, I think, three groups. Don't quote me exactly, but it was something like one group just did nothing. That was the control group. One group took like whatever it was, 50 or 100 foul shots every day for practice. And the other group never took any foul shots for practice. They never even stepped on the court. All they did was visualize making every shot. And they found out that it was something like the group that did nothing did the worst. The group that practiced did better. But the group that never practiced, all they did was visualize, did the best. So your subconscious, as you're focusing on your future, the offense is going to be like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like the three guys in the uh, Bible that were tossed into the furnace, I mean, literally this would kill you. So, you know, obviously in life we have to be careful, but they came out not even smelling like smoke, meaning that their past really had no power over them. It was that their faith and their belief was stronger. Your future is stronger than your past. You know, you're coming out of a fence and it's not going to affect you anymore.